Welcome to the Vacation Impossible podcast for Saturday, December 18th, 2021. Uh, Very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Blessed Yule to anyone who is listening or watching out there. Happy Kwanzaa. On the interwebs, yes. Whatever you might be celebrating now soon or have just celebrated uh we wish everyone the best we've had few episodes of late uh and that's just sort of the way that it's been going obviously we're doing everything we can to adhere to all the different rules that means traveling less for us presently but we've got plenty of plans for the future so we're coming to you from the uh i want to get this right the hampton inn seattle airport now the reason i'm careful about that is not 500 meters from here, like a block away, is a Hampton Inn and Suites Seattle Airport, which is different, I found out the hard way. It's, it's, uh, it is a special uh, thrill going into a hotel that you are not booked for, pretending that you are booked <laughs> or being confused about it. So uh, thankfully, the Hampton Inn and Suites were very lovely yes. about sorting out my confusion. Set your GPS based on the address of the property, not its name, yes. is my advice. You will be waylaid. They, they were great about that, uh, which was fine. This is the third of three weekends that we've been spending here in Seattle, the greater Seattle area. Yeah. Uh, because the border restrictions between Canada and the United States were recently relaxed. So uh, basically the beginning of December, it was no longer required for people to take a molecular PCR test uh, before returning to Canada if they were gone for 72 or fewer hours. And the second I heard the rumor (laughs) that this was coming, I went and booked hotels, uh, Hilton Properties all, of Of course, course, because it's us and it's me, um, for the three weekends leading up to Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had no intent to sort of travel at Christmas time or New Year's, so it was going to be three weekends where we could do some Christmas shopping, mm-hmm. return to this uh, country, this state, the city that we love visiting so much, um, and getting maximum advantage. And so uh, it turns out that that might have been the really smart yeah. thing to do because it was just announced as we were getting ready for this the third weekend away that they were bringing that requirement back starting on Tuesday, yeah. uh, which is December 21st, I believe. Correct. So um, it's been it's been fun. It's been nice traveling again. Yes, getting back to America, um, mm. which has been great. Uh, so the first weekend we went and we were not very ambitious. We only went yeah. to Burlington, which if you're not familiar, and I suspect you're not, and I forgive you if you're not, <laughs> you can be forgiven for not knowing this. Is in northern Washington State on the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, and so part of it was because we thought some relative of ours were going to be going um, in that area. And so we wanted to be available to spend time with them. But also just because it wasn't so far south, it was our toe back into the water of international road trips. Exactly. It, it kind of harkened back to me, back to like 2000 and I don't know what, 2002 maybe, where John and I went on a big road trip to Seattle where we <laughs> stayed at a Motel 6 on Military, military road. road. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, that was one of the first times I stayed in a hotel as an independent adult. Yeah. Uh, and it was a Motel 6. And I just, I still to this day remember being so amazed at everything uh so i remember uh i had gone into the bathroom and there was like the the little tiny soap in the little you know wrapper uh one like for the bathtub and one for the sink and i was like oh my god we got free soap (laughs) they hooked us up uh and meanwhile john and hopefully he can forgive me for sharing this uh he uh thought that the headboard (laughs) 
<laughs> we were so poor back then. He thought that the headboard on uh, one of the beds was a table that somehow folded down for us to play board games on or something, even though it would be completely inconvenient. Yeah. And it was very clearly it... affixed to the wall. Yeah. He gave it the good old, I would say college, but military, military the, good old, the good old Navy, Navy try, try. Uh, you know, on military road. And mm. uh, we heard a crack uh, and we kind of put it back and to the, like nothing happened. to the best of our knowledge nothing was broken it seemed <laughs> to work fine the rest of our stay um but yeah so that kind of harkened back to that so for the first weekend we stayed at uh, a hampton inn in burlington which we've never stayed at before mm-hmm. uh but i found to be a lovely property it yeah. was uh it was standard hampton fair which as far as i'm concerned standard for hampton is a high bar of achievement I agree. um so what, what did you think about that that first hotel that was pretty cozy. I mean, yeah, like you said, it was it was um, the typical Hampton location. Yeah. Um, usual they, breakfast usual, that's always yeah. included with Hampton. Yeah, you know, you have the the dodgy eggs and the yes. <laughs> for every every. Breakfast. It's like cruise ship eggs, I would say. You know, sometimes worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In that often, instance, I think it was a little worse. worse. It was a little runny. Yeah, oftentimes worse. Yeah. Um, and but you know, other than that, it's 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 good times and and the the staff was super friendly and it was clean and it was comfortable and the kid had a good time so you know it was uh kind of checked all my boxes yeah it, it had a pool nice. which i didn't get to enjoy but it had a pool <laughs> well, you, you chose not to enjoy it yes. which is different yes yes that's but, true um yeah uh, but but julian checked it out and and he seemed to enjoy it quite a bit yeah cuz he was there for a good hour and a half i think yeah something like that. i spent yeah. a good 2 hours at the pool so um and then our second weekend, we ventured much further south mm-hmm. to uh, the Doubletree Seattle Airport, which was the first Doubletree that I didn't enjoy. This yeah. was the first Doubletree that didn't meet my expectations. No, it was not it. Uh, and so there was a couple of issues. Um, primarily, when I was searching to book these hotels, I was admittedly going fast. Because I wanted to book before things booked up and before prices went up in response to the rumors of the border opening. So I felt. We had some amazing deals. We did. And I felt like I was in a foot race against an unseeing army that was about to follow in my footsteps. Uh, I think I overestimated the impacts. I wanted to be prepared in case there were many people who feel like I do, which is often not the case. But um, so I was going very quickly. And when I was doing my searching on Hilton.com, which is generally how I start my hotel search, um, there is the filter option on the side for free parking. I did click that. Mm-hmm. However, I think I clicked on the hotel at the top of the list before the results refreshed. I think that's what happened. I've been able to deduce because uh, it was a double tree that did not have free parking. But mm-hmm. I was you I, I misled is a strong word. I was easily confused yeah. into thinking that it was. Mm-hmm. And then when I was doing my online check-in in the Hilton Honors app, where you go and you can select a room and get your digital key, which can be pretty handy, particularly in the days of COVID. So you're having a little less face-to-face interaction with staff. Mm-hmm. It's safer for everybody. Uh, so I, I went and I did that and a, an option came up for parking. Mm-hmm. And it said, do you want to have sort of street level parking included? Or do you want for an extra $32 a day to park in tower parking? parking yeah and so i selected what i thought was free parking yep um and then we went to go check in mm-hmm. and the setup there was a little problematic because all of their parking is behind uh, a sort of a, a one of those arms where you have to like put your hotel key to lift the arm to drive the car forward mm-hmm. into the actual sort of longer term overnight parking and so they had a lot of handicapped spaces, like six or eight, in front of the lobby. And only a couple... A dozen. Yeah. It was a weird amount. And only a few were taken, but they were time limited to 30 minutes for check-in, which, yeah. okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's actually kind of great. But it gave us good hope that, hey, there's going to be a lot of accessible parking. Check-in, a 
hand over my ID mm. and credit card. I have that already when I walk up to the desk. Even if they don't ask, even if they don't touch it, it's there. Saves time. Exactly. Uh, and I think it helps endure us to them that, mm-hmm. you know, hey, if there's an upgrade, maybe give it to the guy that saved you having to ask an extra <laughs> question. It's my secret hope. I think it works sometimes, not very often. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, your mileage may vary. No promises. <laughs> you know, all terms and conditions do apply. Exactly. But, um, and so I went up and I was, you know, talking to the person who's checking us in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was an assistant manager. I think his name was Jeffrey or something. Um, and so I asked about the parking situation um, because we do have the handicap decal yep. and it having a kind of a weird layout. We were yeah, kind of hoping he would confusing. explain the parking. So he takes out a map and he explains it relatively well, but the situation was problematic for a couple of reasons. Uh, for one, it was $32 a day to park anywhere on the property. Which was almost half of what the the rate of the hotel was that night. Yeah, we were getting like 85 a night. And I went to look at the confirmation email and it was listed under taxes, which it most certainly is not. Of course not. Yeah. And so that that that's problematic for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's explaining, we were in wing three and he said, we'll probably have to park by wing five. Mm-hmm. So that's a couple wings away. Yeah. Uh, and we asked about, you know, if there's a, a handicap accessible parking. He says, yeah, there are spots for that. Yeah, and he um, made it seem like there was a lot too. He made it sound like there was a lot, but he kind of made it sound like he didn't think we'd get one close to the building. Yeah. So it was an interesting expectations management game yeah. where I think he was pumping up the hotel saying, yes, we have this and we made our technical legal requirements uh, because <laughs> they advertise, advertise themselves as an accessible hotel. That yeah. was something I checked in advance. Yeah. It was rather complicated as to where we would yeah. likely end up parking. Yeah. Uh, and then he mentioned that it would be $32 a day, at which point I kind of explained our situation. Mm-hmm. When we searched online, we filtered free parking, yet this hotel still came up from my experience, from my mm-hmm. point of view as the customer. As well, I checked into the app and it said I selected the free parking option. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he wanted me to prove this. He did not believe me. Yeah. And so I said, I never. it never occurred to me to take a screenshot of going through the booking process because I never thought I'd be challenged as to my veracity. Of course. Uh, and I didn't think to screenshot the app because again it was a screen I'd never seen before Mm -hmm. and so like if I'd been thinking about it I could have screenshotted it for like a YouTube video uh, or you know an Instagram post where I could have talked about that screen because it was new and interesting and I'd Mm -hmm. like to warn people what they're going to see before they see it if I can Mm -hmm. Uh, had I had the presence of mind I would have done that but I didn't Mm because I was just so excited about traveling again and so I explained to him like it never occurred to me to screenshot these two things so that I can prove uh, what I'm telling is the truth because I just figured your website and your app is working the way it should, as it always has with Hilton. Of course. So he proceeded to condescend to me and lecture me how I didn't understand how the property worked. And that was fair. I never stayed there before. Mm-hmm. But he also lectured me about how all hotel uh, hotels near the airport work, all airport hotels. He said, you'll never see a hotel at an airport that doesn't charge for parking. And I would like to point out that right now we are staying at, a hotel. <laughs> at the airport that doesn't charge for parking. Uh, and it's been my experience that a lot of hotels don't. What is common in my experience is for the nights you stay at the hotel near the airport, the parking is included. But if you want to park for longer than that, that's when additional they fees tend to kick in. Yeah. Not always. Every now and then you can find a sweet place where they'll let you stay for a week on your booking alone. That is rare if you see it, jump on it. It can be a great deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, once or twice, I think. Uh, but by and large, it's sort of the park and fly where you pay, not because for the nights you stay at the hotel. That's not generally how that works. However, there are some. Yeah. Uh, you know, We've encountered them in other places in Long Beach and California. Uh, uh, um, uh, San Francisco, yeah. uh, places like that, uh, particularly in those like more uh, popular tourist destinations than exactly. say SeaTac Airport. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, near the near a port, near an airport, near downtown Fisherman's Wharf, things like that, that can be common. Yeah, of course. Um, 
But most of those properties that I've ever stayed at made it very clear in advance so that you oh, knew yeah. what you were getting into. Uh, and so he, he condescended to me and lectured to me. And I think 50% of what he said at that point was accurate. Mm -hmm. uh, so retrospectively, I would love to give him a piece of my mind, but <laughs> who needs the conflict? Uh, and so that was uh, what I raised. And he responded by saying, because of my loyalty, and I've been a silver member with Hilton since 2010, mm -hmm. and I was a gold member in 2015. Uh, and so I have been with the brand for a long time. As any fan of the podcast knows, know. people watch the YouTube videos where we're reviewing all these Hilton properties. They know that we really enjoy Hilton uh, and they tend to make things right. The few rare times that it goes wrong. Yeah. And prior to this, I've only had things go wrong at Hilton brand once. It was uh, uh, an HGI in Tampa, Tampa near yeah. the airport, ironically. <laughs> um, and there's a whole video about that. You can watch it on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash vacation impossible. And just search the word ants. And yeah. then you can see what the what issue happened there. And so it was half the fact that there were ants and half that the staff responded to it in a kind of inappropriate way, where the staff were going in again, were going at each other in yeah. in the presence of the guests and bad mouthing each other. And that was that was dicey. And they took a while to respond and stuff. But when I called Hilton, they made it right right away. Yeah. Um, and so, anyways, he said because of my loyalty, they were going to waive the parking fee. Mm -hmm. So okay, great, awesome. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. And I mean, I allow for the possibility that it was somewhat my mistake, mm -hmm. even if it could have been more clear on their end. Uh, so I thought that was a very nice gesture, and I was willing to give them leeway in other areas well, because I, they had extended themselves like that. And I made a point of saying, like, we wouldn't have booked this hotel had we known that this was going to be a problem, like that we were going to have this exorbitant fee. Yeah, this hidden and cost that would have pushed it much higher than some alternatives. I, and I think that kind of tipped the scales a little bit because it was like, because mm -hmm. at, at first he was questioning you quite a bit and yeah. I'm like, we wouldn't have booked this hotel otherwise if that was the case. And then mm -hmm. he's like, oh wait, hold on. <laughs> well, for your loyalty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me give you a lecture and then we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so that definitely started things off on a sour note. Very sour note. I mean, I was all excited to travel again and then I run into this brick wall of a very stern person. <laughs> and, you uh, and like double trees, I mean, we look forward to the double trees usually we're like yeah it's gonna be staying in a double tree we're getting the cookies and we're gonna yeah. stay in this really nice location and also though i think we were both thinking we were staying at a different double tree location we weren't aware and this so, one existed so we had that one that we've stayed at before which is on the uh, other side of the highway um and so i think so we were like, okay, well, it's a new double tree. It's not the one we were expecting, but it's still a double tree. And we still how, could it, how could we go wrong, and, we thought? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then... It, and then it did. It, yeah. So, um... Yeah, and so like that just sapped my energy and put me in a foul mood, which sucked. Mm -hmm. uh, and so then we were trying to navigate the parking. And so like the swing arm barrier uh, that you need to use your key didn't work with the first key. It finally worked with the second key after multiple attempts yeah. where you have to basically get out of your car to access it. It's not really that reachable from the window of the driver's side. Yeah. And again, for an accessible property, this is problematic. And they don't have prox cards. So you have yeah, to, to like, insert. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a big part of why you had to like basically get out of the car. I, to make well, it I did work. the first night. I had to exit my vehicle. Yeah, and so uh, then once we get through, everything is full. And so as he warned us, as he predicted, uh, we had to park over like wing five and a half or something. We were basically in the forest. Something. I mean, in, fair in, in fairness to the property, they were having a ton of Christmas parties that night. It seemed that and way. So and and because we because I was trying to like you know chat it up with the guy, Jeffrey guy to kind of chill the situation so i was like oh hey are there some like parties going on and he's like oh yeah we got like 80 or i don't know he said some crazy number and i was like holy crap and he, <laughs> he did express how grateful he was that it seemed like there was a slight resurgence of business yeah but we but we also asked we said hey are things kind of back to normal after covid and he said not fully yeah uh so this is not them at full capacity no uh 
And, and, and so that's interesting too. And so, I mean, I can't fault them for how busy they are or their available mm-hmm. parking because that is largely out of their control once property is built. But we do mention it because we want people considering going there to know this in advance so they know what they're getting. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the customer experience is important too, even if it's kind of when it's not the fault of the, the, the property. And yeah. there's more on that to come. Mm-hmm. So uh, throughout the entire property, every single handicapped stall was taken uh, and they're hard was, to notice that they were handicapped. Yeah, too. they were poorly marked. Yeah. Um, and Sorry. so that was problematic. And then we had to park very far away. And not only were we basically two buildings away from mm-hmm. our room, the nearest access point to our building had a substantial flight of stairs yep. that had. And so we would have had to walk all the way around the building if we wanted to use the accessible entrance. Only which, to double back to get back to our room. Yeah. And so it was that was pretty frustrating. Yeah. And then we get in and the it doesn't feel like a double tree at all. Now, we haven't stayed at tons of double trees, yeah. three or four at least. The one that we like is near South Center Mall. Yes. And part of where our confusion came from is that property has a free shuttle to the airport. Mm-hmm. So I always thought of it as the SeaTac double tree. Exactly. Yep. Uh, which apparently it is not. So <laughs> now I know. Fair enough. Um, but it, like, the decor was very 80s, I would say. Yeah. A lot of wood paneling everywhere. Yeah, and it was, like, a very, very beigey kind of yellowy walls, which, I mean, that's, I guess, pretty common with with hallways, hotel hallways. But I remember as we were walking down the hallway, I was like, this kind of looks and feels and And smells smells. like a hotel (laughs) from the 80s. Like, it didn't smell dirty at all, but definitely it had kind of that... Almost not quite musty smell, and it yep. had a smell of this hotel smoking used to be allowed in this hotel, and we haven't yet fully gotten rid of all the lingering smells. Like that's kind of how it, it was like. But it was like it's like we're give us like two more years, and then we're getting rid, of, <laughs> and then the smell's gone. Like we were so yeah. close. <laughs> yeah, and I also find that some like buildings that were generally constructed uh, in the late seventies, early eighties that have seen a lot of foot traffic over the years. Often, depending on where they are, but I'm thinking of like hospitals and government office mm-hmm. buildings, and like. Like uh, even like a ferry terminal or something, I find that they get a smell of coffee almost that yeah. that, that kind of sinks into the but walls like, and the but carpet. But it's like stale roast, yeah. Sort of. Yeah. It's like old coffee, like like they would have made in the eighties yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, and it and very okay. much had that. So I was getting that vibe of that old hospital, old ferry terminal, old government office. That's building. probably where I was getting the mild like cigarette yeah. whiff. Is I think we're both smelling the same thing. Something similar. And yeah. so like that. And ultimately, that doesn't matter. It's a hallway. Yeah. Um, but then we get to the room. The walls are, are scuffed up. Yeah. Um, it was a fight to get the uh, the patio door open. The patio, the be- the balcony that we booked, <laughs> was incredibly small and had no furniture on it, including nowhere to sit. And so so like, how do you enjoy a balcony that would make Juliet feel cramped yeah, exactly. with nowhere to sit? Because I was, I was like, oh, it's kind of weird that there's a balcony. And I remember when we were booking it, and you are like, oh, there's balcony rooms. And I was like, oh, I remember there being a balcony. And the, and the, the South Center, the Doubletree, it has like a courtyard in the middle of... Of the property a lovely one and it's so nice <laughs> and, and again also like very very 80s but like nicer um and and so i was like oh yeah. maybe there's like a balcony that like looks into the courtyard without you into having an to leave your room or something, or something. We yeah kinda, like looks yeah. into the atrium we thought maybe that was and it. so we're like okay and and they were like oh but they, they look like their exterior face okay and that probably should have been our clue that we weren't <laughs> and this was and this was a rush job so yeah. it's not like we went to TripAdvisor or we you know googled pictures or things like that but uh, the, we the, just had faith in the Hilton brand. Yeah, and when, yeah, we were pulling up, and as we we're trying to, you know, in our quixotic quest for finding parking, I remember like seeing all the b- b- balconies. I'm just like, or no, it was as we were walking back to, back from the parking. Room, yeah. I was like, where people sit? 
in the balconies. No, it's consistently small. Every they all look the same. It's very generic. Yeah, and so that wasn't great. And then like the electrical outlets were a one of them straight up didn't work. Well, yeah, and like the ones in the bathroom were like deep yellow, Ooh. like dark urine bordering on like I like dirt. chemical burn yellow. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. there had been decades of grime buildup on these yeah. electrical outlets, yeah. and it's funny because if you're gonna refresh something like. An electrical outlet that has grime on it seems like almost a safety fire hazard. Yeah, so. You would think that would be a somewhat higher priority. And I'd like to think it's relatively simple to, you know, improve. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get a screwdriver and, you know, so, you know, you remove the contacts and you put a new plate on yeah. with the new the new plug. But that clearly hadn't been done. In and, and when I saw that, I'm like, 80s was too generous. Maybe this goes way back further than that. I Maybe don't 60s, know. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of strange. And instead of the individual bottles of the Crabtree and Evelyn shampoo and conditioner that you're Which used nice. to at a Double Tree, um, they had dispensers. Wait, and they were opaque. I was thinking about oh, that. Yeah, I was having a shower. I was like, how, yeah. how would we you know? You could see a tiny bit at the bottom if you knew just where to oh. look. And that's probably how the staff know it's, it's like probably. out, out. Yeah. But it would have to get nearly completely drained before they would refill. Yeah, but like what if, you, that, what but if you're ridiculous. someone who's got like, you know... It's wash day and you have long flowing super hair. long 4C <laughs> hair. Yeah, like if it's wash day, you have super long 4C hair and you're going to need half a bottle minimum. Uh, and I mean, you're probably not going to use, you know, the hotel brand, but say for in a Hey, Crabtree and Evelyn's pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, we have our but, video on our channel where we actually recommend if you want better hair care products on a cruise at no extra cost, if you stay in a hotel the night before, grab those extra yeah, bottles exactly. and take them on the ship with you. But yeah, but I was like, what if you, but if you're someone who like needs, you know, half a bottle for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, or maybe and, there's several and, people and in a room. And there's only like, you know, a fifth of the bottle left. Like you're going to be, you know. Calling I mean, the front desk. You'll probably <laughs> manage, but at the same time it's annoying, right? And so it's a, it's a stupid little thing. And at this point we're kind of being a little nitpicky, but it's a, it's a thing still. Yeah. Well, and it's just because it was it was different. And it, like these are things that are normally so consistent across double trees. It was surprising. Like it wouldn't even come up in conversation that this was a thing that was there. Yeah. Especially not for a double tree because I mean double tree is kind of like in the echelon of the Hilton property. It is above a Hilton, I I always play or, no, it's above below, the Hampton, above the Hampton uh, and in, above an HGI but yeah. below the prop like uh, proper Hilton. Hilton. Yeah. Exactly. That's where I would have placed it. And you know they gave us the cookies and they gave us the water they gave us water bottles yeah. uh, as we're entitled to as silver yeah. members. And so that was nice, but um the room itself was just really it's unimpressive. Okay. And like it was really showing its wear and tear. And like in the no corners, there was dirt and dust, and like in the closet, the ceiling tile was damaged and stuff oh, like and that. Oh, and I didn't even tell you in the in the shower in the in the in the shower. Um, so we had these like clamshell shaped um, dish trays, dish trays, which is like peak eighties, peak seventies. <laughs> but there's one uh, just a normal kind of ninety degree angled one that was high up the shelf, um, and it was like grimy, like it had like soap residue in there. I was like, oh, <laughs> at that point I was already in the shower. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so I was just like, I need to have a shower to clean myself from the, from shower. the shower. I was just in. Oh. No this fridge. Is, this is not the location for you. Yeah, um, there was no you fridge. You need to not go somewhere else. Every Hampton Inn I've ever stayed at has had a fridge. This yeah. one does and that one didn't. So. Yeah, no, I'm, we, I, we mentioned it, I think yesterday when we went out for dinner and I was like, oh yeah, no, our last hotel didn't have a fridge. And they were like, wait, what? Yeah, we were at a restaurant. They asked if we wanted to pack up our uneaten food and we right. said we could Couldn't not because, because yeah, we had nowhere week. to store it properly. Yeah. And the, the the waiter was like... Confused. Like, yeah, he just it was Olive Garden, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were like, it's a double tree too. Yeah. And they're, he's like, okay, that's just weird. Yeah, so it was... Uh, yeah, that wasn't a great experience. I mean, ultimately, I think it was the it was the service 
attitude that set it off on the wrong yeah. foot, uh, and that made us maybe more hypercritically maybe aware of the yeah. rest. I mean, it's not, and it's not like we're not aware of how privileged we are to be able to stay a at a hotel and just kind of take off at a moment's notice and stay at a, one of a higher a, a higher end, mm-hmm. you know, location. So I mean, it's not like we and, and we we had a good time, and there yeah. was you know the, the bed the bed was comfortable. I slept fairly well, and I and think it so. was the misrepresentation yeah. that bothered us because yeah. it didn't achieve what we feel are the standards we've seen at Double Trees. The the sinks were fine. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be a double tree. We have a theory that it used to be a Best Western. And I hate Best Western, so yeah. that tracks. But yeah. we have not we have not researched this. We, yeah, there's, there's, no, someone just, someone messaged us. We haven't had time to fact check it yet. Yeah, but we were like, hmm. Interesting. <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, not to sound totally negative, because... No, of course not. Today, we're at, at a Hampton Inn... Um, but not and sweets, Hampton Inn. <laughs> uh, and this is fine. It, you know, we've got the included parking. It was a little bit more. It, it feels a little worn in places. Yeah. Um, so like things are peeling. The little stuff. Yeah, and little stuff like that. You know, uh, like uh, the door on the on the inside of the bathroom, like the, the thing on it is peeling in the corners a little bit. Mm. That's about it. You gotta it. hold down the toilet to make sure it really flushes properly. Right, yeah, that's actually worth mentioning. Uh, uh, but those are, it could just those be our things. room. So. Yeah, because uh, we got a corner room, which ended up having a really tiny window. Because I was thinking, corner room, big window. Like, I was thinking of the Hilton LAX. Mm-hmm. When I get the corner room there, I get these amazing, huge picture oh, windows. Yeah. Um, and And this was kind of the opposite. But at the same time, I don't like a lot of light in the room in the morning. So yeah. I'm kind of like, okay, that's fine. I, I never get a room for the view. The view is, at best, an unnecessary perk yeah. for me. Uh, and so this has been, uh, it's got a fridge. It's, it's mm. clean. It yeah. has, you know, the individual things of soap. And of course it is Hampton Inn. So that means Neutrogena. I love the consistency. Doubletree is like, okay, that'll be better than a Hampton. Yeah. I'll get it if I find it affordable. But I think after this, I might feel different because this yeah. also includes breakfast. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not an amazing breakfast, but I go and I get a fresh apple. I get some yogurt. You know, exactly. you can make your own waffles and things like that. It's, it's pretty good. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I was thinking that on uh, as we were heading down, I was like, yeah, I think I prefer the Hampton properties over over the Doubletree properties now. So I think you might... With, with one exception of uh, Hotel Maya in LA, Long Beach. I'll Which, never it, yeah, it calls itself there. a Doubletree, but it is like it a is, Hawaiian resort. It is gorgeous. <laughs> it is so absolutely gorgeous. Check out our video on that. So I'll, I, I can give you a whole soliloquy on how amazing that place is. And that property does tend to be more. It's generally more than 200 yeah. a night. So what I like to do is save up my Hilton points and then use it for something like that if there I can. Go. Or catch it on like a really steep discount when it's on sale through uh, maybe Expedia or actually through Hilton. So, or use like points and cash mix. Yeah. Um, but one thing that was also interesting about the hotels that we've seen over this month is that in Burlington, which is further north, mm-hmm. it had a, an indoor pool. Yeah. But the Doubletree and this Hampton Inn both have outdoor pools in Seattle, south of Seattle. Yeah. And so they've, they're tarped because it is December. And, and so that makes sense. Well, no, the double tree wasn't tarped. And it was a heated pool. So you think you could still ex- access the pool, but okay. why would you want to? Right. Because, and this one is tarped. This one is because, tarped. Because they, they're like, you obviously don't want to. Yeah. Um, and it's not heated, so, you know. And so that's surprising. Yeah. Having an outdoor pool south of Seattle. Um, because like we're from but Vancouver. north of like LA, <laughs> it's yeah, clear. Like we're still in a very cold. Yeah, it's just barely south of Seattle. I should. Yeah, mention. yeah, yeah. Like um, it's it's for the Americans or people who use Fahrenheit. It's about 35, 36 degrees here right now. Yeah. Like why would you? Want... And for the rest of the world, who use metric. It's about two degrees centigrade. Yeah. So like, why would you want? <laughs> Which to is a be couple in an outdoor pool. A couple degrees above freezing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. And and so uh, and that that's just surprising to me because like for one thing, I don't think the 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 
difference between being just south of Seattle and being like halfway to Vancouver or is enough Vancouver. is enough to make a difference between an outdoor and an indoor pool. No. <laughs> and so that's really surprising. And so people in Seattle or people from Vancouver would tell you that having an outdoor pool you will enjoy for two months out of the year. It's cuckoo bananas. <laughs> uh, in Seattle, I think the, the 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 joke often is is that you enjoy your two weeks of summer. Yeah. I mean, even in Vancouver, we acknowledge that we get two to three months of summer at least. Yeah. And we're further north. And so that was interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think part of it is just a reminder that in your excitement as the opportunity to travel may return that you still want to do manage your diligence while booking things well and also check manage those fees check what kind of check what kind of uh, you know pool you're getting mm -hmm. and things like that I just assume if that's important to you yeah if, if it is uh, and so yeah other than that I think that um these trips have been lovely oh yeah they've been great uh, we've had uh, pretty good experiences at most of the restaurants we've gone to yeah Mm -hmm. We went to the same Cheesecake Factory two weekends in a row and That's got the same, the same server. server, which was awesome. Shout out Noah, the lovely guy. Yeah, Noah at, at the um, Alderwood Mall. Alder, the Alderwood location, yep. Cheesecake, yeah. Noah's it's fantastic. Great people. Uh, that's a great location, but it, what was interesting is in our first weekend, they had the full menu. In the second weekend, uh, a due right. presumably to supply chain problems, they had a laundry list of things was that was like, unavailable, including... This long, the, the receipt. Yeah, including some pastas, and they had no fish whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Certain steaks were unavailable, uh, and so that was really quite surprising, and no one was going to your third it. choice for your, didn't you? Second or third, yeah. yeah. And so that was kind of interesting. They still had the full slate of cheesecakes, though, so no need to panic yeah, or exactly. ride in the streets. We're not there yet. But Noah was really good about <laughs> managing expectations. He's like, okay, if you guys are ready to order, it's cool. I just want to let you know, though. Don't even look at we, fish. Yeah, yeah he's like, we're out of steak. We're out, we're out of fish. We're we out might of some have steaks. Some, yeah, yeah he's like, we might have some chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, like, that was, that was an interesting um, change. That was the only place we went to, though, on well, those trips. Where there was the supply chain problems like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, and so around, it's the holidays, people are Christmas shopping, we were going to malls, department stores were lovely, mm -hmm. Macy's were having their one day sale, which I enjoy. Two weekends in a row. I like, yeah, <laughs> and like right now they're having like a three day one day sale, I think, I don't know. I'm <laughs> uh, just like, yeah, they announced it on Friday and they're like, on until, you know, Sunday. And it's like, it's not one day. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's like Tuesdays. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, anyways. Um, I mean, hey, it's to the advantage of the customer, so why not? Exactly. Even if it's, you know... I think they've just invested in the branding of one-day sale, because it means something to me. Yeah, And yeah. I, like, I rarely am in American department stores. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it resonated with me, anyways. Efficient, effective marketing on Macy's part. But <laughs> For some reason, it makes me think of... Uh, was it the Fred Meyer sales or whatever? Where like, open, 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 open. Oh, yeah, that old was, commercial. Was it, was it Very, Fred Meyer's? I think so. Yeah, they, and they had like that... They had their, like, once a... Twice a year sale or something like that. And the lady standing at the door, open, 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 open. <laughs> like in my life, I've shopped at Fred Meyer maybe once. I don't think I've literally I ever stepped in foot in a Fred Meyer. That's that's where I got the um, what was it? The the, the orange soda I did the review of. Oh, um, the lemonade. Oh, no way. Um, I think I got that from a Fred Meyer. No I, I, way. I kid you not, that might be the only time I've bought something at a Fred Meyer in my I don't, life. I don't think... I, I, <laughs> at most, I may have walked through a Fred Meyer when Burlington had a mall. Um, That's also <laughs> interesting to mention that... Um, Certain areas are really suffering, and yeah. certain areas are booming right yeah, now weird. in Washington. So, yeah, in Burlington, they used to have the Cascade Mall. That is pretty much closed. I think yeah. the movie theater is still open, but otherwise the mall is closed. Uh, and they have their little outlets, but 
they only have like a couple, like two or three yeah. stores at the outlets and like one place to get like juice or something. We didn't even bother stopping there. Um, and so I think that that's probably a casualty of COVID. Unfortunately. Um, along with just like general trends have been away from malls lately. People shop online more and stuff like that. Although recent supply chain problems uh, have, I think, caused a resurgence of the mall. I think of this holiday shopping season as revenge of the malls. Yeah. Uh, because back home at Metrotown, pretty busy. Uh, and it's interesting though. So Bella's Fair is sort of the northernmost mall in Washington State. It's yeah. that's most close to the Canadian border. Mm -hmm. And so it is sort of a thing to do as Canadians in Vancouver to come down and go to Bella's Fair yeah. for, you know, Sam would go to Ivar's in their food court to get his Ivar's. It is now closed. Mm -hmm. uh, out of business, it would seem. And a lot of, like, we, we stopped that food court on the way down this trip, and like half of the food court's gone. There was, what, four restaurants to choose from basically it was pretty wild it was like chipotle yeah. some other mexican place that was really good um and two, two guys, guys burgers and uh, the teriyaki place and i think that was it uh panda express oh panda express right 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 and that's it like and cinnabon yeah there was there was a cinnabon uh sort of a little further yeah. in and that that was sort of about it for food court yeah now, there's like, other restaurants in the area yeah. uh and so there are other options um, you know, there's like a Taco Bell down the street that we used to go to all the yeah. time and stuff like that. Uh, the Arby's was closed though. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, like Bella's Fair is a border mall yeah. and, uh, it feels like this most recent announcement yeah. of the return of the testing. It might be the death knell. It might be the nail in the coffin. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so while Bella's Fair wasn't a place I often went to, I would be happy to go further south and kind of get more into the more authentic experience uh, of sort of American shopping, if you can call it that. Mm. Uh, you know, my, my cultural tourism <laughs> at a shopping mall <laughs> uh, because I'm like, you know, tragically consumerist in this capitalist society of ours. Um, but yeah, like I feel like that's on its way to possibly join the Cascade Mall in yeah, Burlington so. as an ex-mall. That having been said, the Alderwood Mall in Linwood was booming like we've never seen it yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that was great. They had, I think, um, different like shops and uh, places to eat that weren't there before, mm -hmm. uh, from my recollection. And also South Center, similar experience, booming. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we still miss the Rainforest Cafe that used to be here. <laughs> and so yeah. it will always feel a little smaller <laughs> because it doesn't have the Rainforest Cafe or a pretzel maker. And those were the, those were the two places I love to eat at South Center. Yeah. But there are... Better, there's all not better alternatives, but there's there's other alternatives. Yeah, and I know you got I know. your cheesecake factory. You've, you've you've got your Wetzel's pretzels. Yeah. You've got you know there's a lot of food options in the food court. A lot of good looking options there. There's but there's a lot of really good family memories that have occurred at that specific fam, uh, Rainforest Cafe. We were uh, stranded there on um, what was for many of us their first cruise. Yeah. Uh, before uh, we had a flight that was supposed to go to uh, Miami, Miami. Yeah. and we were going to connect through Chicago, but there was a snowstorm and blizzard, so our flights had to be pushed back by like eight hours, Ten hours I think yeah, something like that yeah. and then we ended up on a red-eye direct flight yeah so um but we hadn't booked hotels exactly. so we checked out and then we hung out at the mall for like eight hours i went to go see thor 2 uh other people got we, we, we got pictures with santa my mom and i got our <laughs> uh, we got our manicure and pedicure uh yeah we got the santa the whole family and our friends this big photo uh, family uh, yeah, santa, santa photo and uh, uh, we and we all reconvened at the Rainforest Cafe for dinner before basically yeah, heading to great. the airport to fly out that night. Uh, and, and we so, went once with your mom. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In other that. other trips to celebrate, like I got a promotion or something. Yeah, yeah. And so we do miss it for those reasons, but also it's just fun. I don't yeah. remember the food very well. Oh, 
I remember the volcano dessert because that was a dessert. that was a show, but I don't remember how much it tasted. It was really the experience it was, of it. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, they had fun fruity cocktails and stuff like that. And, oh, it does ring a bell. Yeah, the Bahama Mama that they. I mean, every every place here has a Bahama Mama, but theirs was theirs was pretty good. So um, yeah, well, and we tried uh, some new things on mm -hmm. these uh, weekends as well. Yeah. Uh, was it uh, Bahama Breeze yes. restaurant uh, at South Center? Awesome. Yes. It was fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, great food, reasonable prices, lovely staff. Really fast um, service for how busy it was. Yeah, and you know, the diversity of people who were there was quite great because yeah. like there were people in sweatpants and people who looked like they just came from prom. Yeah. Uh, and everything in between. And so it's like all are welcome, which, you know, evokes really my like recollections of like hard rock and stuff yeah. where I always feel safe and welcome wherever I am in the world. Yeah. Uh, and so that is just a wonderful combination. I think, well, that could potentially be a mainstay in future trips mm -hmm. once we're able to travel back down here again. I agree. Um, and the skirt steak was so good. And they, uh, and they were also pretty rigorous about checking for our vaccine. They were the only... Well, well, no, there's one, 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 other, one other place, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's one. Yeah, the, the, the Olive Garden that was here, they wouldn't allow us to, to show even our check QR in. code. Well, they wouldn't even let us show our QR card. They're like, no, 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 we, we want to see the dates. pictures of the records of the actual vaccinations. Yeah. And so they were like super, super rigid, and which is good. I have absolutely no problems with that. Which and then is, it was a little funny, though, because back home in... Canada in BC we have the QR codes and what we stand standard practice these days is you show it on your phone with the barcode and a piece of ID uh, because they could scan the barcode but they want to make sure you're the person who mm -hmm. is indicated yeah. so they check the name and the face and all that and so when we went in uh, they wanted to see detailed vaccine record yeah. and so out of habit I showed them my ID and they were like whoa what are you doing showing me your ID we can't ask you for that I'm like, yeah. this is a licensed restaurant you can absolutely ask for ID <laughs> exactly. and they're like not for this we can't yeah not until you order alcohol uh, yeah and so that was an interesting cultural I mean, shock is a strong yeah. word but it was a moment that was a surprise to me because I was like you're rigorously protecting identities, but you want to know exactly what vaccine I got on what day. Exactly. And yeah. you want visual proof of that. I'm like, okay, I'm happy to play along. Of course, and, for sure. and I don't mind. But for it's, sure. And it's interesting because King County has different rules than the rest of the state, but even within King County, it seems like some restaurants are not necessarily adhering to those. Yeah. And so we kind of went in prepared to show everything, and then we just did, we went with the flow. Yeah, in three weeks of week, we've had to show the uh, our, our vaccine proof twice i think two or three times something like that maybe yeah. three times at most but definitely no more than twice yeah and so it's um a little it, less than twice yeah and so it's interesting mask adherence has been pretty consistent yes. um at the malls today today they saw some people not wearing them which was weird or just like wearing them right here yeah like they're covering up the bottom of their chin they're covering their necks but yeah. that's not helping yeah exactly um but other than that all the other days and all the other places and things that we've been doing mask adherence was very consistent yeah uh and so that's that was interesting yeah but yeah and then actually at the hotel today we were noticing a lot of like there people were like unmasked talking oh yeah somebody checked in and got themselves a coffee with no mask and checked out i think but yeah, yeah yeah and then some other guy would needed some towels no mask in sight and so yeah but i mean it's really not the end of the world yeah perhaps poor choice of words <laughs> well and yeah i mean obviously for some people it is um mm -hmm. but and our sympathies absolutely go out to people 100%. who are struggling in all different ways whether it's uh mental or physical health uh, or challenges they're facing yeah. these days um and so one uh, one thing that people were asking us about quite a bit was what the border crossing was like in this current 
climate. And so the funny thing is, is that it's just like it used to yeah. be. Uh, it felt like it was 2019 in terms of crossing the border. Yeah. Uh, the only difference is returning to Canada, there's the Arrive Can app that you have to fill out in advance. But what we did, and we strongly recommend other people do who are considering traveling out of Canada, is before we left home, we registered all the travelers. So mm -hmm. we, we, you know, we recorded their identifying information, their, yeah. you know, Nexus card, passport number, vaccine information in advance. You don't necessarily do the thing where you, you know, check in like I'm returning to Canada and I'm answering these questions, yeah. um, but set the travelers up in advance so that you're not having to do that on the road. Also because you need to do things like take pictures of documentation that you might not have thought to bring with you. Exactly. Uh, so I strongly recommend if you're Canadian traveling out of Canada, download the Arrive Cam app immediately. Don't Absolutely. wait. Yeah. Uh, and before you go, register every traveler. Mm -hmm. So at least that's in there. And then you can go through the process of answering the questions. And we've heard from some people that they find it a little intimidating. And yeah. So Mindy was the one who did the check-in for us. Uh, so I don't know if you want to talk about what using that app was like for you. The, the first time is certainly intimidating. They are pretty intense with their questions that they ask like they want to make sure you have a quarantine plan they want to make sure you know you're not staying with anyone that or they want to know if you're staying with anyone that's vulnerable and whether or not you can isolate and this and the other thing and, and so and some we, of the questions felt a little ambiguous they they and I, and I think they were very deliberately ambiguous um um and so I think the, there's too many of us that maybe have a tendency to overthink the answers and like, oh geez, what about this and what about that? And like, I was going through that the whole time and I was like, oh, like, am I going to get denied an entry because like, I'm someone who has a pre-existing condition. And so I was like, Ooh. <laughs> like, are they going to like make me quarantine immediately because of this? And, and because we're staying, we live with elders and like, oh Lord. Um, and, and so the and first also time the was thing, a little The people who live above us are elderly, but we ourselves are not. And so like, we're in the same house but not the same unit yeah so what would would they qualify or not yeah because they're asking about like shared household and then, but then they give you examples like group homes and i'm just like okay well we're obviously not a group home but you know we share a household so maybe yes so i just say yes we live in a shared household yeah it was definitely certainly the first time it was intimidating doing it second time around i was like been here before done it yeah and i think like still this the shared household thing like that one still kind of makes me a little squiggy but after that i'm that's fine so i'm sure you know tomorrow when we do that it's going to be a total non-issue. So for the third um, and potentially final time, mm -hmm. <laughs> for for now, <laughs> yes. And so um, one of the things that we have seen in the media that was reported is that some people were randomly, upon returning to Canada at the border, being issued take-home tests mm -hmm. to conduct on themselves, which they implemented before making public knowledge. Yeah, uh, hasn't happened to us, but it's happened to some people we know. Yeah. And so uh, it was interesting because it's a it's it's there are two different tests. You got to take both of them. Yeah, it's the vehicle swab as well as the nasal swab and so two out of three so far we haven't been asked to now the other people that we know did this did not have nexus yeah uh, and so we do I don't know if that's a factor I am speculating I suspect probably not if, if or if it is it's only because the expectation is that the, the nexus line should move faster um, and that might be a reason why they would be less inclined to you know, based on the answers, to worry about doing a random spot check. Um, but it's not like you can vet against whether or not you might have COVID. So I don't know that it's specifically because we have Nexus uh, that we're kind of so far dodged the bullet, um, but it could be a part of why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we don't know. And the simple fact is, is like, keep in mind, this is... December 18th. Yeah. 
And it's a very as of fluid Saturday, day. as of Monday, things are changing. Yeah. Uh, and so, whenever possible, we recommend that you get your information from the website for the border services of the relevant country. Absolutely. For entering America, that's going to be the United States Border Services. For Canada, the Canadian it's Border the Services, and etc. Because the media has probably done the best they can, but they don't always necessarily capture the full story or express it in the clearest language. So I recommend whenever possible, go to the source. Absolutely. Because if you are at the border and there is a disagreement about policy, mm -hmm. uh, I think showing them a news article is but not going to go... But Squire Barnes said I can do this. <laughs> He's a sports reporter. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't rely on him. Yeah, or some jerks on a podcast. Yeah, said, exactly. Uh, you know, if you have, oh no, your website says here I can show you, you know, then yeah. that would probably, I would imagine, go better. Perhaps, yes. Um, Hopefully. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't think it would necessarily go worse as long as you're not too confrontational about the whole yes, thing. Yes, I mean, that's certainly. And, yeah, and, and we like to, like, when we approach the, the border lines, either, you know, at the airport or at land crossing, we show up and have a smile on our face. Start friendly. Um, and so it's, it really sets the bar for the um, initiation, or for the It sets a tone. Yeah. Like now, had, the, the border guard can sometimes go in a different direction. Oh, absolutely. You're we've we've been all that. sweetness and love. Hey, how you doing? How's your day? And they're like, oh, I just see your passports right yeah, now. Yeah, of course. You know, that could happen. But you can also get the other direction. Yeah, he can get Officer Harvey. <laughs> so he's this lovely bloke uh, from, I want to say, Bristol. Um, and he was super friendly. And um, I don't know if I can say what he, the conversation that we had. He was funny. Short of us having a, a, a community strike. So he just made funny jokes and yeah. and and uh, and so we, we rolled with the jokes and he's like cool fine off you go and so that's exactly what we did. Yeah, he was the best border guard we've ever encountered ever. Uh, and so that was that was a fantastic. And I've been lucky to, to have some pretty cool border guards. Yeah, yeah and they're almost have. it's it's almost always the American border guards that are the nicest. I've, I've they seem to have more fun with it. If, if all, all the nice like the exceptionally and remarkable border guard interactions I've had have been with American border guard agents. And, you know, people talk about how stressed out they are and how, you know, the TSA is kind of just running them ragged and this, that, and the other thing. And that's all true. But I find that they're also some of the nicest border guard agents, especially when you compare them to German border guard agents. Yeah. Well, and, and, and in my experience, TSA is very different from border guard because well, for one thing, they are different, but they also, different. like, it's almost like the culture of their workplace or yeah. their employer or whatever it is. The, 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 the TSA people generally feel um, more curt, yes. more stressed, they don't have time, uh, and they, so many of them just sadly seem miserable. I mean, yeah. my heart goes out to them. For sure. Uh, whereas the border guard, um, they seem different, and you would expect it to be the other way, because the border guard has the, I believe, like, greater authority. They, they, do, they can potentially yeah. deny you entry to a country. Yeah, of course. Uh, TSA can deny you access to a plane, I suppose. So yeah. it might have a similar impact, but, uh, you know, also TSA hasn't been around for as long. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to conflate the two, but, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, it's, but it's uh, the, the the pleasant border guard experiences I've had. The the ones that I remember have always been with an American border guard agent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's sort of been our experience these last few weeks. Uh, in terms of future plans we have, we always try to let you know what we've got coming in the future. You can look forward to future podcasts and videos and pictures about. Um, and so. With the return of the molecular PCR tests, uh, even for short trips back into Canada, we are once again kind of putting a pause on our travel, yeah. uh, at least out of the country. And as the colder winter months are coming and the roads are getting slick and things like that, uh, so we probably won't be traveling for yeah, a while. 
We're gonna be homebound for for probably at least a month. Yeah, a month and a half minimum. Bare minimum, probably longer, as we have been snowed in in February in Seattle before. So yeah. uh, we we've learned that one the hard way. But we'll see how things develop, and we'll stay on top of things. But uh, we are booked to sail on the Carnival Panorama. We had to push it back a year. Yeah. Uh, so August of 2022. I heard today something funny. They were like, "Oh yeah, it's 2020." Two, as in 2020, yeah, as also, well. again, yeah. 2020 no. part two. Um, and so I'm, I'm almost starting to take, like, we used to curse 2020 in a particular way. I'm starting to say, like, well, it's the 2020s. I'm starting, yeah. like, you know what, I'm just going to say, I'm going to blame the decade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I hope to be wrong and maybe being overly harsh there, but it's kind of like, well, it's the 2020s, so of course there's an earthquake. So Naturally. of course there's a pandemic. So, so of course, course there's flooding. Yeah. Uh, and, and unfortunately, so much of that and, and uh, you know, forest fires and things too. But, uh, you know, we need to stay resilient to both, uh, you know, in, in uh, mental and physical health and financial health and all the other things mm -hmm. we can and try to stay, you know, positive and see the positive in things. Yeah. So we are optimistic that we can take this cruise, which is going to be Fingers a repeat crossed. of a previous cruise sailing out of Long Beach on the Carnival Panorama going to Cabo San Lucas, Puerto Vallarta, and Mazatlan, assuming that doesn't change. Because yeah. <laughs> today being the 18th, I think ooh, this would have, two years ago today would have been our last day sailing. For you for and me. yeah, for me, yeah. I was and on the so, Vista a couple months later. Yeah, I think we think we landed because we set sail on the thirteenth for the inaugural cruise, and it was a seven day sailing. Oh no, so I think oh, we had one more day yeah. of like a full day of sailing, and then it was like the run, run, Rudolph, get home for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's the long since we started cruising. This is the longest I've gone without cruising. Yeah. Uh, definitely the longest Ray's gone without cruising. Yeah, and so it's I'm not like, an addict. I can of, stop anytime. Yeah, I'm. I, twitch, I've twitch. been annoyingly clawing at the walls begging to get back on the ship you know and and that's one of the things is like we took maximum advantage of this limited opportunity yeah. to travel for these last three weeks and so it's not like we're not ready and and we're going to take advantage of every opportunity that we can take that is safe and practical and of course legal and doesn't require us having our brain scraped <laughs> yeah well then that's one of the things for me uh it's a personal thing for me that i really don't like the idea of having the thing that goes up your nose and scrapes part of your brain um don't blame me. and i mean maybe it's yeah i mean maybe it's not as bad as advertised i don't know i don't want to find out i will spit into anything you want yeah uh you know i'll swab the inside of my cheek take a blood sample <laughs> uh I, I will i will try to like farmer joe into a cup if you need to like i will whatever you need yeah but please don't hurt me yeah. <laughs> i mean it's not it's not so much that it hurts it's just that it's 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 disorientingly uncomfortable. Um, so I've had two. One um, because I have to get uh, adenoid surgery, and so they wanted to. They did a, a, a thing, a swab, and that was so. I had already been kind of prepared for that when I had to get the one COVID test. I had to get it. Just the, the this really really long Q-tip went really really far back. The thing that threw me is that you expect it to go up. Um, because that's where you expect it, it goes back. It goes, too, it goes, it, it doesn't go up at all. Brain. It goes back. Oh, it just goes straight. It goes back. straight back. And, and so that threw Money. me the first time. Cause I was like, wait, where is this it going? It threw me across the room. <laughs> um, and, and they say like, you're going to want to sneeze, resist the urge to sneeze. Um, and so would I was like, like cause it tickles. No, I pro it probably wouldn't be good for you. Um, I can't imagine. <laughs> and so it, and it tickles in a really weird way. So your eyes just well up because <laughs> it, you know, does things to your eye, eye ducts and stuff like that. It's like Homer Simpson with the crayon. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so the second time I had it and because I knew what to expect, it wasn't nearly as jarring. Um, I think if you don't know what to expect, then you're just like, 
wait, what are you, wait. <laughs> and so, and then, but if you know what to expect, you're like, okay, this is unpleasant. But it it's no more than eight seconds is the whole thing from like, hey, I'm taking it out of the tube, like out of the thing, the protective covering to I am approaching your face to it is in your nose, it is out of your nose. Like that whole process is like eight seconds. It, like it's, it's You just... know, I hear from bull riders, eight seconds can be a long time. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> That's almost a three shade. It's almost say. a three shade. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I will, I will pee in a cup. I will defecate wherever you want. Uh, you you want to take a skin sample i can find a place i can get you some earwax whatever you need i will collect my uh my little eye dust if i have to when i wake up uh you know scan me with a medical tricorder <laughs> just please for the love of god don't hurt me uh or make me that kind of uncomfortable because that sounds like a horror story oh, that I'm, is horrific like this should have been a halloween episode <laughs> Oh man, I was trying to downplay it. I think I went the wrong direction. Uh, and so I'm happy to follow a lot of restrictions. Lock me in a room with, you know, my tablet and some internet and I can last a long time. With, give me food and water. Uh, but hot damn, no thank you. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, as things continue, I may have to adjust my comfort level. Mm-hmm. We shall see. We all have had to not. adjust our comfort level in the last two years. Yeah, but some of it's been fine. Yeah. This scraping my brain is not feeling not so fine. Much. Not Unless so much. I will wear a mask, I will sanitize my hands, but I will I mean, watch all of Netflix. There are people that are getting this done literally every single day so they can go to work. I know, and I don't know to if their heroes are really tragic victims. Or so, something in between. More so, more so the latter, I, I I mean, I, and, and kudos to the people putting up with it. I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, and, and first responders and stuff. I, even grocery store clerks. Yeah. Nothing but gratitude and respect. Yes, absolutely. Um, but, wow, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Hard agree. So, uh, on that note, <laughs> uh, we also I also have my transatlantic uh, cruise booked for mm-hmm. November of this coming year, Fingers where crossed. Mike and I hopefully are sailing out of Southampton uh, to Miami on the Carnival Celebration on his first ever cruise. Assuming that that happens, uh, you can you know look forward to some first looks at that brand new cruise ship. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll show you where the secret deck is. Where we're probably going to show you just tons of stuff. Um, and so he and Mike will. I unfortunately will not be. On yes, that. we the vacation of brand yes. uh, will be bringing this to you uh, and so that's really exciting as well as a potential return to London which has been since you know 2010 it's been a while mm-hmm. uh, so kind of excited about that assuming it happens yeah. of course I used to be excited about a cruise out of New York that didn't happen so we'll see what happens things change <laughs> uh, and we'll roll with it um, no word so far that I'm aware of about Amari Marathon um, there is, of mm-hmm. course, in 2020, there was the uh, socially distanced marathon, yep. and we did meet the requirements set by Brian to earn ourselves another Mario Marathon, uh, but I haven't heard anything about when that might be happening, but of course, I'm ready to do almost anything, scrape my brain, ugh, ugh, I don't know, if it's for a cruise, if it's for charity, would I scrape my brain? Oh, I don't want to answer that. I'll think <laughs> on it. I hope I don't have to make that Sophie's choice. <laughs> um... But uh, if or if it's virtual, of course, we'll, you know, um, but we're happy to support and contribute and participate in any way that we are invited to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something that we're watching out for. And um, of course, I have racked up, what, 3.5 million loyalty points on my Vegas. Like yeah, I'm at like 1.7 million or something. 1.6 million. Yeah, it's definitely at least enough for both of us to take like a 10 day cruise for yeah. free, assuming they're ever in stock and we're able to go. Yeah. Uh, as and well we're as. we're able to combine our rooms, we have to. That's going to be the tricky part. As well as uh, potentially go to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and so 
I am concerned that the My Vegas thing has been devaluing their points, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, they used to be able to get like three day, three night stays, uh, and those are pretty much gone. Now, part of it is that was often at the Mirage, and the Mirage has been sold, I believe, to Hard Rock. Yeah. Um, and so. I am concerned. However, friend of the show, Ace of Vegas, is still very keen on My Vegas, uh, partly because it's his thing. But I think that if it was drastically devalued, he would have, uh, you know, put up a flare. Yeah. He has not done. Yeah. So uh, I do recommend if that's something you're interested in, traveling to Vegas virtually for free in My Vegas. Definitely. Check out Ace of Vegas on YouTube. Yeah. He's absolutely fantastic. We're a guest on there every now and then, and uh, we're planning on hopefully dragging his butt onto a cruise ship once that's a thing you can do again. Uh, so. <laughs> So very much looking forward to that and of course maybe return to Vegas once we're able nice to, to um, but no particular uh, plans yeah, I there. think it's been seven years since I've last been wow yeah it was Tasha's 30th birthday so yeah it would have been seven years ago wow outing your friend's age on the internet that's Sorry. a brave choice my apologies Natasha <laughs> you know I love you obviously in these podcasts we are talking about what we're doing and our plans for the future and less so about our usual sort of topics that we cover uh, but part of it is just because we are normally all about encouraging people to travel mm -hmm. and right now we're a little circumspect about that because we don't want people to do so in a way that is dangerous or that violates any orders public health orders what CDC orders what have you exactly. uh, and so um, that's partly why those sorts of topics Topics that we haven't been touching on quite as much, um, but of course we will return to that in future, um, you know, shows. But there is some breaking cruise news uh, for Carnival Cruises that I just wanted to touch upon to share mm. with people because this this happened yesterday. This was an update. Uh, so uh, they've updated the casino rules for Carnival Cruises effective December seventeenth. 2021 and i've got them here in front of me normally we're not this prepared but we're ready this time <laughs> so for sailings through january 31st 2022 the following protocols are to be implemented uh, and it says as they respond to omicron so it's specifically in response to that there is no smoking in the casino at all times and as someone with a severe allergy i'm excited about this yeah that's nice that having been said in the cruising community people are losing, losing their minds, their minds. Yeah. Um, and I can appreciate that this is very bad news for some people. Yes. That is frustrating for them. Fears. They feel like the, it's a freedom they had before that is that they're losing. Others argue it's a privilege. I'm not going to weigh into that debate. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, it, but it is evoking some incredibly strong feelings. People talk about canceling their cruises because of this. Or, and, and also people attacking other people with different opinions. Yeah. Now, in our video, which was a podcast clip that we put up where we had announced the last time they changed the smoking rules, the comment section got pretty vicious. Feel mm. free to go take a look if you are, you know, stern of heart. <laughs> <laughs> if you're made of sterner stuff, uh, you know, feel free to come to our defense if you want. Feel free to, I don't know, rag on us, whatever. Uh, we do like those comments and interactions. Uh, keep it civil if you can. Try to adhere to the community standards of YouTube if you decide to go and do that. Um, but this is a subject that evokes incredibly strong emotions. Yeah. And that's really interesting. Does. I mean, it, I don't think Super it's... Super polarizing. Yeah. it's We're not threatening anyone's livelihood here. I don't think people are losing their jobs over no. this. But the passionate evokes feels like these people feel they're being threatened in a fundamental way. Now, they're and, not saying that you can't smoke on these cruises. They're just saying specifically for the indoor casino area, yeah. that is where you cannot smoke just until the end of January. So for a things month and be, a half. Things can be subject to change. This is a yes. very, very fluid situation. Mm -hmm. And this is but. as of December 17th. <laughs> um, and, but, I, you know, I was thinking about it, though. 
and I was thinking, because I understand if you threaten someone's life, if you threaten someone's livelihood, their job, their ability to earn money, uh, these are visceral strength, the strong things that people have been reacting to by COVID, for example. Mm-hmm. Their their health has been put at risk, their uh, financial security, their jobs. And so people getting really upset about that, I can kind of understand. Absolutely. This I struggle with. But I was thinking about it and I'm editorializing here. <laughs> uh, you're probably going to come at me somewhere and fair enough, just try to keep it civil uh, if you disagree. But I wonder if it's because it is a literal addiction. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and maybe that's why they're having these incredibly intense, oh, strong... No, Feelings. And for that, that's that's sort of the smoker side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on my side of things, where I have a health condition, where that puts my health at risk, yeah. that is one of those core fundamental things. Where my my future life expectancy, my yeah. health, my enjoyment of things. Exactly. Your ability to breathe in that moment. <laughs> is at risk. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's part of why there's incredible, strong, fiery feelings on yeah. both sides of this thing. Um, and so we have been experiencing some of that in our Facebook group that we run. We run a, uh, it's the Carnival VIFP group. Yeah. Um, currently with, I think, 43,000 plus like that, members. Yeah. Uh, and so feel free to go and join uh, that group if you're interested in more discussion and information and sharing, commiseration, excitement, all that yeah. sort of stuff uh, on Facebook. And join us in the conversation there. But um, it's, this is a reminder to anyone who has strong feelings about this. Whether you're in our little Facebook group or you're just talking to your friends or you're on, heaven forbid, Twitter uh, <laughs> or commenting on Instagram or YouTube videos. Um, just to maybe try to remember the strong feelings that this is evoking in people. That people are maybe not at their best when they're talking about this. Yeah. I'm coming from a place of like fear. And mm-hmm. other people are coming from a place of maybe feeling oppressed. Yeah. And and like that's a heavy word to use for something like this. And it, 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 it probably sounds like an exaggeration. But, that's probably but what to it feels them, like. yeah, exactly. it might feel that way. Exactly. And uh, I, I know I'm just like, I am calling for people to be rational. So that won't make <laughs> me popular or yeah. interesting. <laughs> Um, but just as much as possible. And in terms of our Facebook group in particular, we do have rules um, much that align with the platform, that align with Facebook. So if you bully, harass, name call, threaten, and sadly over the last few days we've seen this since this announcement, um, then people could get muted, have comments removed, uh, they could get banned from our group, but also Facebook could go in and shut accounts down because it's supposed to be a safe platform and people shouldn't feel threatened, bullied, Mm -hmm. be called things that are not their name, things like that. Uh, And so whether you're on Facebook or Twitter or at the grocery store or wherever you might encounter mm. this. I don't know how it come up in a grocery store. Maybe if you're buying a gift card or something for Carnival, uh, or, which apparently yeah. is a thing in some stores in the States. Yeah. Um, but however you you encounter this topic, I guess I'm just, I'm just asking for some sympathy, some like take that breath, think about it from their point of view, and also realize that you're never going to change someone's mind by calling them a name. It's kind never, of like that's never what gonna Mr. Rogers would do. Like look, maybe that's look for the helpers. Of, well, no, but I mean, like Mr. Rogers wouldn't say and do these sort of things, and maybe mm-hmm. just try to, you know, evoke your best, Mr. Rogers, and just don't be a dink. <laughs> I mean, I to paraphrase he, Will Wheaton, I, I don't think he would say that, but you know, Will, yeah. Wheaton, Will Wheaton certainly would say that. Um, yeah, and yeah, and, and and the the name calling thing or calling someone that's not their name, um, that's kind of become a bit of a. Uh, a low-key hobby of mine now is I see someone will flag a comment of, you know, someone being called a name that's not theirs. You can probably guess the two names that I'm talking about. One of them starts with a K. And the other one starts with the F. Um, and so I'll sit there and I'm just Felicia. 
Wow, that's, that's a little dated now, isn't yeah. it? No, it's still used quite a lot. And so, I haven't you know, seen it that much myself. If, you, know, you, know, you get post, to it before I do. <laughs> we, we post that get you know, heated, and it's like, bye, Felicia, oh my god, this Karen, la la la. And so I'm just sitting there like, I don't, I don't. And then there's the standard snowflake jerk, a-hole, etc. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, suddenly so, guy, uh, I'm suddenly glad that this po- podcast is marked as explicit on iTunes. Yeah. And so <laughs> We're getting close. We try to keep it PG, PG-13 right. if necessary. But, but I mean, we'll remove <laughs> those comments, and maybe that seems like we're kind of being being a bit of a wet blanket but it's really it's I mean, clear it's, cut it's, it's the simplest if they're way of if their name is jill bullying. and you call them karen you've called them by you that is name literal calling. name calling <laughs> so we're gonna remove the comment i'm Straight sorry out of the dictionary. and so we're, we're not gonna we, we try to not be a safe place a space safe space for people calling other people karen's and we want to be a safe space uh and that means no bullying no harassment exactly. no name calling exactly you can disagree with people's opinions as much as possible don't attack the person is generally the way to go mm-hmm. I agree without being disagreeable etc absolutely um and so that's some advice both for our group, but generally speaking, and just in the conversation and in the community. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's just get to a little bit more here. We've got um, uh, the guests must wear a face mask and sip and cover when drinking their beverage. I've never heard of this before, um, but this is interesting. So like if you're actively think- sipping, your mask can be down. But the second you're done drinking, it's got to yeah. go back up, even if you have a drink in front of you and it is not finished. So Yeah, you have to like pull down the mask real quick, drink it, and then put it back up. Like, so that like is you can interesting. Do it you can. I just haven't seen anywhere require it. Mm-hmm. So this is the first place I've personally yeah. encountered that being a requirement. Seating at gaming tables and slots are reserved for players only. The casino bar is open, but in an is a non-smoking area, which kind of repeats the other yeah. thing. Smoking is not allowed anywhere on board during refueling. That has always been the case. We don't want to blow up the ships. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and so that is just sort of the, the current state of play there. So um, if you're watching this on YouTube, do feel free to hopefully kindly, politely... <laughs> Let us know what you think in the comments Jeez. without any name calling anything that breaks the rules. Um, but other than that, I think that that um, I think that's it for this particular podcast. So. Uh, hope everyone has a great holiday season out there and gets to spend time with uh, the ones that they love, listening to the music they love, the shows, the movies, mm-hmm. uh, the things that you can do safely and uh, warmly. And so uh, that is, I think, it for us. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in a new year that is hopefully safe, healthy, and eventually, once safe and legal to do so, full of travel. Yes. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again. Bye-bye.